welcome to Random Eloquence. Well-spoken rants. Hello and welcome back to the Random Eloquence podcast. I am your host, Crystal, and thank you for joining us again. And also we have another friend of the show joining us today. Say hey to the people. Octavia. Yes, we have Octavia back in the building, checking in all the way from Dallas, Texas. What is going on? Welcome back to the show. Nothing much. Thank you for having me back. I miss you all. I know you all miss me. So it is an honor and a pleasure to be here. How have you been? We're doing pretty good. So what's going on in those Dallas streets? Well, outside of the weather. I was going to say, y'all got a lot going on out there. Yeah, outside of the weather being bipolar. um, Today it was 89 degrees. The other day it was like 40 something. A couple weeks ago it was freezing. So, um, yeah, just trying to figure out what coat to wear, what coat not to wear. (laughs) Yeah. that's about it. That's about it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's crazy. Cause like, yeah, te- Texas, you know, y'all have been in the news a lot lately. It's a lot going on in Texas, but, um, I was joking with Octavia earlier, but it's actually not funny. I was like, stay away from the border. <laughs> like there's a lot happening at the Texas border into Mexico. Yes. And unfortunately, like there were four U S citizens that were basically caught up in some Mexican cartel drama at the border between, um, Mexico and I forgot the area of Mexico but it's it's kind of wild out there so every time I see something on the news about Texas I always think about Octavia I'm like please make sure that child is not near the border even though you way out in Dallas but it's just a lot going on out there so yeah shout out to everybody in Texas I told Octavia we have a big Texas listenership so there's a lot of y'all listening from Texas so big shouts out to Texas <laughs> check in yes. wherever you're from let us yes. know but Dallas and Richardson and Houston y'all be showing up a lot on the stats so again thank y'all for that but um yeah so what else is new I know you got school going on you know you've been starting a new job you got a lot going on and you've almost hit your one year uh how should I say Texas bursary it's almost been yeah. a year since you've yeah. made it out there. We're getting close. We're getting close. So right now, um, just working on school still, uh, working on my master's and new job. And so still trying to get acquainted with the area, but that's about it. Not yeah. too much. Okay. Probably not as much as most would think, but it's. Yeah. But hey, you, you're doing the thing. You took that leap on faith. Like here in the podcast, we're always, you know, talking about how we had to take loops on faith and how we had to, you know, try new things and doing it scared. So Octavia pretty much made the decision. Like I'm out of the 757 last year. She packed up her things and literally hit the road. And yeah, she's coming up on one year of being in Dallas. So big congrats to that. And for those who don't know, Octavia is my cousin, but we are pretty much like sisters. We grew up together. So um, she's always around, even when we get on each other's nerves, she is glued to my hip pretty much. She can't get rid of me. So <laughs> but <laughs> she's been on the show a few times. So if you haven't checked it out, be sure to go back and listen to Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I know we did um, another one 
called When I Grow Up. We did a couple episodes with Octavia. So be sure to check those out. And thanks for everybody who tuned into those. You got some good feedback, Octavia. People were like, oh, I enjoyed her, her points of views, you know? So, so. Yeah, uh, just, just working on my, uh, you know, my debut. Yeah. You know, for the big leagues. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> no, it's not cool so well before we finish catching up we always want to do you know just a little backtrack or a recap of the show from last week so uh last episode was titled keeping up and we talked about what does it mean to keep up with the joneses and we broke down you know who the joneses were by definition we broke down all the reasons why we might keep up with the Joneses, why we should not keep up with the Joneses. It was a really good conversation. So be sure to check that episode out if you haven't. It also was Paula's official farewell episode. So uh, she said goodbye to the podcast as a host, but she is forever a friend of the show. So go show Paula some love and keep up with her on Instagram and keep up with her blog, Feeding Fearless on Instagram as well. So um, that is pretty much what we discussed last week. We had a few people, as usual, chime in and say another good topic. You know, they never thought about it like that. Like keeping up with the Joneses, they didn't realize that in many ways, you know, they were guilty of keeping up with the Joneses. So it was a it was a really good dialogue. So thank you all for tuning in on that one. So before we get into before we move on with the show, Octavia, I want to tell you about something that is your fault. Okay, so Octavia told me about this doorbell camera that she got at her home (laughs) (laughs) y'all let me know if y'all have a doorbell camera I just got one and when I tell (laughs) y'all I have so many mixed thoughts and feelings about the whole doorbell camera thing it's I've just been getting used to it it's been a week since we've had it and like no one told me that it literally tracks every move in and out in and out It, it just goes off all the time if you're taking the trash out and coming right back in it quirks on your phone and I'm just like okay now I know you can turn the notifications off but then it's like if I turn the notifications off then I'm gonna miss when somebody actually does something comes up here that ain't supposed to come here so it's it's been interesting but it's crazy I feel like um now that I have a doorbell camera I feel like everybody on my street has one and I'm like I guess I was the last to get one, but it seems like it's just like a standard thing now. I wanted to bring it up because Octavia told me about it. And so I ordered it and it's here and we are just surveillancing everything. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of weird because it's like every little thing is recorded and it's just interesting. So are you, did it take a while for you to get used to yours or? (laughs) Yeah, um, the reason why I got mine was because my door weirdly doesn't have a pico a pico I think that's how you say it yeah so you know moving out here being new and I just was like I can't just be opening the door randomly yeah so that was really what kind of made me get it and just security reasons but it does pick up everything um so my phone is just like yeah I was like nobody told me about this I'm like is this normal it's gonna run my battery down some days where it's busy (laughs) and um and then like the other night this was like my biggest fear of getting a camera I said my fear is that one day me being me I'm just gonna wake up and use the bathroom and I'm gonna be tempted to open up the camera 
and I'm going to open it up and I'm going to see somebody staring back. So the other day at like 3.30 in the morning, of course, um, I get up and I'm like, all right, let me check the camera. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to check the camera. I put the phone down. The phone went off. And I said, oh my God, somebody, somebody is at the door. <laughs> and I looked at the camera and I guess it was some wind. I looked at, I went back to the replay and it was some wind. So I was like, great. So now the wind is going to be um, going off. And yeah, so it's been real windy here in the area the last few days. So mm. yeah, some strong winds to set that off. But it was just ironic because I got up and I was like, let me check it. Let me check it. And I was like, no, you don't want to scare yourself. And then it goes <laughs> off. So I said, you know what? I'm, I don't know. I got to get used to this whole doorbell camera thing. But welcome to 2023, the modern world, I guess. Yeah. Where, where homes have cameras and that's standard now yeah. so yeah so I thought of you Octavia when I when we got that set up and another yeah. thing trying to think what else is new with me other than the usual adulting um passports <laughs> no one <Yeah>. told me <laughs> no one told me how agonizing it is to renew a passport these days okay um I haven't had to renew my passport for a while so I have been avoiding the chaos that comes with that and from what I understand it's not supposed to be this chaotic it's supposed to be pretty straightforward (laughs) it's supposed to be very modern but of course when I decide I want to renew my passport I go on the travel site or wherever it is you go to renew it and it says effective February 7th online renewing is no longer available thanks for testing out this feature we've temporarily closed it So what did I have to do? I had to travel back to 2003 and I had to (laughs) print out paper copies of everything. I had to go to the good Walgreens and get a passport photo and I had to wait for them to print it and cut it. And I had to staple it to some paper and I had to take it on down to the post office with a personal check. Not the staples though. Yes, I had to staple the thing. I said, you know what? wow, for this cost, I have to do all this work. So yeah, I was studying that passport application because I was like, what we're not going to do is do all this, pay for postage, and I forget a signature, or Mm. I forget to check a box, or Mm. they tell me the ink is blue and not black. And I said, you know what, this is ridiculous. So and my husband, he needed his updated too. So I did both of ours, basically. And I said, you know what? This is too much. The way I am obsessing over reviewing this application, just <laughs> just put it right. in the mail. Just put it in the mail. <laughs> so, so I felt like being on being online for Delta again. Let me review. <laughs> yes. So I um I basically just said, you know what? This enough. I've had it for four days. I enough. Just drop it off. <laughs> it's weird. It was like crippling because I don't want it to be wrong because it already takes. 11 weeks they're saying is the current tenor yeah. time 11 weeks I don't have much time you know I got some trips planned I might get famous and I might get a phone call that I need to get out the country fast so um I, you know I got things to do <laughs> so, <laughs> what kind of phone call are you getting <laughs> I'm just saying no I'm kidding I'm, I'm manifesting right <laughs> Okay. No, but in all seriousness, you know, the summer coming up, I got a couple of trips playing and I'm trying to get out of town uh, and I need a passport to do so. So I let's hope that we get that passport in a reasonable time. OK, and hope that nothing else in the world happens that slows that down. All right. 
But other than that, there has been nothing else going on with me. Just the usual adult adulting and the joys of adulting. So anyway, in true random eloquence fashion, um, you're no longer a guest here. You've been here a few times. So you already know how we do. And uh, word on the street is that you, my friend, have a burning question for me. <laughs> yes, me I it. do. I do. So my question um, is more personal. And basically, is if you had to pick a theme song for your life, what would it be? <laughs> you know, wow. I feel like we might have done this one, but I can't remember. So basically, we didn't do it. Wow, I have to go first. I'll go first. Okay, let so me think. My theme song is in in no way, form, or fashion. Am I a part of the beehive? Oh boy, don't you I know. listen, listen. <laughs> you know what? Keep on, keep on. But my I always say that my song would be um I was here by Beyonce. Mm. Um it has deep meaning, and um, I am very big on wanting to leave an impact before I leave this world. And so, you know, she said, when I leave this world, I leave no regrets, and I don't want to leave any regrets. Okay. And I wanted people to know I was here. Hmm. All right. I like that. I like it. I see where you're going with that. Uh, for me, wow. Um, talk about being put on the spot. I have several songs, I think, but a theme song of my entire life or something that would represent my life. Mm. You know, I think I would have a theme song for each phase in life, <laughs> like like certain phases, you know, because I've I've grown, you know what I mean? I've, yeah, I'm refined. Yeah. This is me stalling because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah. I knew this no, but this is you, a, but I was like, maybe this is a great. This is a great question, though. A theme, a theme song of my life. Um, well, lately I have been just trying to, you know, continue to walk into my purpose unapologetically. And I have been, you know, just building up my confidence and just, you know, trying to show up authentically as who I am, you know, just trying to be like, you know what, this is who I am. No more apologizing, no more dimming my light. So with that being said, you know, I am a Fuji's fan. I have mentioned the Fuji's on this show before. So I, if I had to pick a song on the spot right now, I would say Fuji's Ready or Not. Here I come. Ready or not. You know. Here I come. Here you go. You can't hide. Hey. I'm going to find find you. you. (laughs) Okay. You left me hanging. (laughs) I did. I'm sorry. Yeah. But. I would say that, you know, obviously word for word, the song is not necessarily my life, but you know, just the theme of like ready or not take it or leave it, like it, hate it. This is me, who I am. So yeah, at this stage and phase of life, I would say, yep, ready or not, here I come. I like that. I like that. Cause guess what? They going to either love it or they going to what? Leave it absolutely absolutely so good question I like that all these questions are always good everybody who comes up with questions I love it because there is no such thing as they say what no such thing as a stupid question 
And here on the podcast, there literally is no such thing as a stupid burning question because they are all questions that just bring out so much dialogue and thought. So I appreciate it. Today for our random rant, you know, me and Octavia, because we are like sisters, we talk pretty daily almost, very, very often. And as I mentioned, Octavia, you know, recently moved to Dallas almost a year ago. And she's from the 757 area. For those who don't know, she's from the area um, here where we are in Virginia. And, you know, for the most part, outside of college, you live here most of your life. You spent some time in North Carolina for college, and then you did move to Oklahoma City. Then you moved back here. And I'm still mad at her for moving back here. (laughs) I always tell her, girl, stay away, because once you come back here, they, it, you just get stuck <laughs> you, it's a vortex it brings people back <laughs> every time you leave this area you come back no but of course I've I have enjoyed having her home but now that she's gone I'm like man it's time for me to go out there but with that being said you know we always talk about just the challenges not only of adulthood but just sometimes the challenges of like transitioning into a new place or just transitioning into a new phase of life so we've been doing a lot of talking about that. And, um, you know, I know right now you recently got like a promotion at your new job, right? Which is an accomplishment, you know, first of all, yeah. let's acknowledge the fact that you got a job right away after moving because sometimes that takes time. So let's congrats, big congrats on that. Just taking, just, you know, landing a job so soon after moving and then, um, you got the job and, you know, they loved your past experience and they were like, you know what, let's, let's bump you up a notch. You know, you're too good for this role that you applied for. Let's bump you up a notch. So congrats on that. First of all, for basically like getting a promotion in less than a year. Um, That is unheard of. You know, I remember when, (laughs) never mind, I was going to be messy, (laughs) but I, (laughs) I remember when people thought you won't go on work at all. I'll just say that. And I'm like, okay, girl. But um, yeah, so <laughs> so look at you out here working. Look at you out here getting a job. <laughs> and going to school. Honey. And going to school. Mm. No, but in all seriousness, you know, I have a little bit more work experience than Octavia because I'm a little older. And so I'm always trying to pour into her and encourage her because the reality is it could be tough, you know, trying to transition to a new place, learn a new job. And then, you know, learn a new role and new people. It's just so much going on. So the topic that we came up with today, it's not really a set topic, but we were just dialoguing over the phone the other day about just some of the woes and challenges of just transitioning, not only just in the workplace, but of life. And so, um, you know, we just figured we just kind of take it on to the podcast, you know, and bring it on and, and dialogue here about it. So um, let's just start with Octavia. What, what's like, just speak freely. Like what's on your mind, you know, as a full blown adult in a new city, new job, what's that like? So one of the things that has kind of been on my heart lately is um, since I got this recent promotion, um, I guess I've been struggling with trying to balance um, the people that I considered friends or work friends. And now I am there, I guess we should say superior in a sense. 
I'm not necessarily the soup, the supervisor, but I have the ability to tell these people what to do now. And we were once, um, you know, eating lunch, you know, talking the same junk, this and this and this and that. So now the issue that I'm running into is these same people, uh, I guess they feel like I have changed. Um, I'm acting different. I'm the ops. Uh, just all these things. And I guess it just bothers me because in my mind, I haven't changed. Um, and I know a lot of people say that and it's like, no, nah, girl, you changed or whatever. But I'm like, I haven't even gotten in good, you know, and not saying that I want to change, but I guess sometimes it's like you have to kind of do what you have to do because your role is different. You have to change for the role and not necessarily put on, but, you know, it, to whom much is given, much is required. And so I, I have to be different because I'm in a different space. And so it just bothers me because now these people that I once thought I had, you know, and maybe that's God or maybe that's a sign, you know, I don't have. Um, and so... Some days I do kind of feel like I'm on an island by myself, as I have told Crystal, you know, in these past weeks. Have yeah. you had any experience with that, Crystal? Oh, absolutely. So do you mean experience like in your example, like in the workplace, like feeling like, man, my status has changed or my situation has changed in the workplace and now things are different? Do you mean from that point yeah. of view? Yeah, um, just more so, you know, maybe coming in with, with some a few people or maybe coming in behind these people and um, like you maybe you're younger than them or maybe whatever the case may be, you get a promotion. And even if you're qualified, you're this, you're that, you meet all the requirements, you know, it's like these same people that you were once, we going out to eat, we doing this, we doing this, girl, da 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 da. Now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, she this, she that. Oh, she, you know, I my my latest one is I'm the ops. <laughs> the, the irony <laughs> is it used to be the ops. I, I, I used to be. If you know, you know. know. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> uh, but um, sure. <laughs> that's an old job. That's in the past now. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, wow. Um, but in, in all seriousness, ooh, what a loaded question. Um, I always tell Octavia and really anyone younger than me, and you know, I'm accepting that I am aging gracefully, but I I keep saying this on the show too, like I have grown. It took a while for me to get to the point that I feel now. But to answer your question, when I was younger, meaning in my 20s, my late 20s, um, I was in very similar, I was in a very similar situation um, as you at one point. Um, kind of like what you described, like, you know, you, you're young, you started a new job or you just, you know, you have a job, whether you're new or not, and you, you're young. And so you want to be a part of the crowd. You want to fit in, you want everybody to like you, um, all those feelings that come with being new in the workforce, I guess. Yeah. And so I've been there. Um, more specifically, 
I remember a previous job, but I remember specifically, um, I had a job where same thing. I was young. Um, I started a job. I was like a recent graduate. So naturally, uh, keyword recent graduate. So naturally I had a degree. I had all the quote unquote credentials to get the job. Um, but I assumed I was going into a workplace where, okay, duh, everybody else got the same thing as me. So it ain't gonna be no problem. It ain't gonna be no problem. We all, we all the same. So I thought, um, but unfortunately I was met with, oh, wow, she got a degree. Oh, she coming up in here with a degree. She thinks she better than that. She thinks she this. So from day one, I was already put on this pedestal of Mm -hmm. like, she thinks she's better than um, or because I, you know, dress professionally and follow the dress code. She, you know, it was all these labels immediately placed upon me. It was almost like immediately as soon as I came in, you know, I had so much against me already, you know, like, oh, she thinks she's this, she thinks she's that. So, and like I said, I thought we were all the same. I, I thought we would have no problem. You know, you're going into what you thought was a professional environment. Uh, you're going into a place where you assumed everybody was older and mature you know I thought I left the the childish jobs behind you know I had childish jobs before you know working at the mall working at restaurants oh I've had some childish jobs now (laughs) (laughs) you know so you know when you when you get of a certain age you assume your workplace is going to um present to you lots of maturity and you assume it's gonna produce you know mature co-workers and mature work environments but you know, back to your point, um, yeah, I've I've definitely experienced situations like that where I'm like, man, you know, I thought we were all cool, you know, we finally became friends or what we thought were friends or, you know, I, I've been there is what I'm saying. You know, you had a group of people, you hang out either in the lunchroom or you hang out outside of work and, you know, everybody has that one ally or two ally at the job where y'all can vent to each other. And just kind of, you know, safely share things or gripes about the workplace. Everybody has that, that person or even group of people. And then, yeah, it never fails when you get a promotion or when you get some type of accolade at the job or some kind of award or God forbid, they find out you're getting paid more than them. Then things start to change. Things start to shift up. So I... I've been there. I've been where you are. And so when you were telling me offline and now when you're sharing with us here on the podcast, I know what it's like to kind of feel like now I don't really know how to move, how to navigate this workspace. I don't know who to trust because I thought, you know, we were cool. But now that I am, quote unquote, above them in some way, meaning, you know, position wise, I am in a position where they don't trust me anymore because now they think I'm the ops or they think I'm, you know, the feds or whatever the kids say now, or they think that I am, you know, out to get them because I'm simply in a higher position. You know, it, it could be very isolating. Um, but you know what they say is lonely at the top. And there's a reason for that because not just in the workplace, in life, as we progress throughout life, as we matriculate this thing called adulthood, it never fails. Every milestone event, every big life occurrence that happens, you will start to see 
who remains and who separates, you know, and sometimes it really, it just has to be like that, you know, but I mean, is that kind of what you are experiencing now where you just feel like, I thought we were all cool, you know, it was all cool about a week ago. About a week ago, no. literally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty much. It's is you know, it is. Lo- the 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 statement "lonely at the top" could mean two things, but I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um. And so you know, and then it doesn't make it any better when your supervisors you know, that can be kind of touch and go too. So now I'm stuck in the middle playing tug of war where I want to fight for the people. But then I I have to, as we say, play the game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I play the game, but then I don't want to play the game so much that I don't have the people's trust. So it's almost like a you know a double-edged sword and so now you know it's one of those things where I find myself it's like well they're not talking to me you know and not so much that I'm I'm going to work because my mother has always said you know don't go to work looking for friends and so it's not you know it's just one of those things where I came in you know, you met some people, you started to go to lunch and then it, you know, it turns into that typical, oh, what'd you do this weekend? And that's how it kind of, it turns over and, and week after week and then, you know, but then you realize that these same people that you were hanging out with, that they don't really have the same values and morals. And um, I mean, that that's a whole nother yeah. topic in itself. But then it's like, it's not enough for me to just stop completely talking to you. But now being in this position, the red flags or the pink flags that I would say I saw when we were all quote unquote cool, now I have to check them, Um, the being late. And I'm not talking about five, 10 minutes. I'm talking about 30, 40 an hour habitually. (laughs) <laughs> and um, you're having to be in that awkward position where you're checking up yeah so so to clarify for anyone trying to figure out are you are you more like a team lead or are you a supervisor um, I am or you're a, somewhere in the middle <laughs> I, well I'm a team lead that has a little more power than the average team lead um and I hate that sounds so negative but um they entrust me with a lot of decision-making. Um, I sit in supervisory meetings. I am probably the only team lead that sits in, well, I'm not going to say probably I am. So out of four of us, I'm the only one that sits in there. Um, I had a meeting today with the big, big boss that came in town and she values my opinion. And not because I'm, I'm attached to her hip, but... I get in there, I speak my piece and yeah. it is what it is. So it's not that I'm doing anything. You know, some people, they go out of their way. Oh, I'm yeah. literally being myself. And so it's like a gift and a curse sometimes because it's like you be yourself, people like it, but then, yeah. Yeah. So it just, it just kind of sucks and kind of the points you, you hit on it. And I don't know if it comes with, with age, maybe I'll get over it. But I guess what bothers me the most to kind of 
bring it back in is it bothers me because it's it's women and it bothers me because those women are the same race that I am. And so that is what kind of bothers me the most. Yeah. Um, now, why does that, that bother you? Because you feel like, I don't want to put words in your mouth. So why do you, in your own words, why do you feel like that bothers you when, like, does it bother you more when you realize, man, like we all the same. So I thought, so why does that bother you? I think, okay, so um, gender-wise, I would say it bothers me because it's like at one point we was all at the table, you know, sharing a struggle together at one point, eating lunch. We done been out, you know, not necessarily my deepest, darkest secrets, but, you know, hey, girl, da-da-da-da, the kids getting on my nerves. I don't have kids, but I love kids, so... You know, if one of them, oh, this, 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 and that. And so, and I am all for women's empowerment. You know, everybody, you know, we're going to encourage this and this and this and that. But then for you to not only be a female and then to be a Black female, it makes it worse in my mind. Um, and this is not the first job that I've dealt with that. Um, maybe not in the same particular scenario, but dealing with um, African-American females who um, kind of put you in a sticky situation where you you kind of question their motives. And it's not just, let me be clear, it is not just African-American females, but I, I'm, I'm focusing on us right now because mm-hmm. I got six that's in my side like a thorn and they yeah. on me heavy. They yeah. are on me heavy. And I'm just like, yo, we literally had birthday plans two weeks ago. My birthday was two weeks ago. And none of them plans happened. Mm-mm. And that was around the same time I got that promotion. And it's just like, for things that have changed that quick, it, it concerns me. Well, mm. it kind of... <laughs> And Octavia, I have had this conversation with Octavia before. And anybody that has worked with me at previous jobs, y'all already know how I get down. <laughs> I don't do, I don't, I don't, she's laughing. <laughs> I don't know if y'all gonna be able to see this part. She's cracking up because she already knows where I'm about to go with this. Again, I too was a young lad like yourself. <laughs> and I thought everyone <laughs> was my friend. And, you know, I, I get it. I was there. Like I did all the things. I'm like, they're going to be my friends. We're going to work together. We're going to hang out together and everything's going to be great. And quickly you learn like, oh no, like you said earlier, like, oh, I didn't know you was into that outside of here. And like you said, I'm going to respect our differences. So I'm not going to like cut you off and act funny, but like maybe we shouldn't hang out. And so you start to learn people. Um, But more specifically, when you get that promotion or when you get something at work that they didn't get or something that they feel like they should got, they start for lack of better words, they start to act funny. And so I have always told Octavia, um, again, she's a few years younger than me. So she started and entered the workforce, you know, about four or five years after I did. And I said, look, don't go in there. And I'm not trying to say like, be bitter and go up in there with your guard up. But don't go in there expecting these people to be your real friends. Of course, there are rare occasions where um, 
you know, you can find some very good friends at work and you're going to remain friends with them probably for the rest of your life. You know, I have a couple of people that I've met in the workplace, you know, that are, you know, really good either friends or even good acquaintances. But that is far and few in between. When you start mixing work and money and the whole politics of the workplace, it gets real tricky and people act different. And so, yeah, I've always told Octavia, you know, when she first started working um, after college, I was like, just be careful, you know, be open minded, you know, get to know people, but just be very careful because the, at the end of the day, especially in the workplace, people are out for self. And going back to your other point, when you talked about um, black women, you know, it's an unpopular opinion, but I agree with you. I think sometimes, I don't know if it's the whole crab in a bucket mentality. I don't know if it's um, a, co a competitive thing, but yes, sometimes when it seems, especially when we're in situations where it's only a handful of black women, the few that are there, it's almost like we have to, we shouldn't be, but it's almost like this competition, like I'm going to be the one uh, black person or black woman in charge, but both of us can't be. It's like the whole beef that female rappers have. Like it only can be one at the top. And we're like, it shouldn't be like that. You know, we all should be able to sit at the table together and make things happen. Right. So right. I understand, you know, what you're trying to say. You know, some people are afraid to say it, but it's true. I have had, you know, uh, black women in, you know, in charge of me or or managers and yeah sometimes it I don't know if it's a power trip I don't know what's going on but it's like and you won't talking to her like that you know and her meaning the other <laughs> but when it comes to me you talking to me a little different like what's up with that you know and some people will try to counter that argument and say well Crystal you know it's because they see you know you and them and they're trying to help you and empower you and I'm like nah she's just acting funny because she thinks that I want her job or whatever the case, you know? And so I will say sometimes it's, it's just kind of like, I don't know, mixed signals there. Um, but I do notice it with, with um, some of us sometime, unfortunately, not all, I definitely had some, some great women I've worked with. Absolutely. And not just, not just managers. I've had other, you know, black coworkers and it's the same mentality, like, mm -hmm, you know, look at her, you know, mm -hmm, she thinks she is. Yeah. So I get it. Um, it sucks, but you know, the, the moral of the story here is like, like you said, it's going to come with growth. I can guarantee you there'll be a time where you'll look back and none of this will matter, but that's not to dismiss your feelings right now where, you know, you're in it and you feel it and that's okay. And, um, the reality is, people those are not your people I always say that if they're making you feel that way um if you know the, those are just not your people the people who want to see you succeed the people who want to see you win the people who are genuinely happy for you and whatever promotion or whatever event that's going on in life they're going to show it and they're not going to be wishy-washy like that you know yeah no, I, I completely agree. I, I do. And I I agree, but uh, it, it's going to take time. Because... Oh, yeah. And that whole topic <laughs> of like it's... women, that could be a whole other topic because, listen, 
women in general, not just us, women in general sometimes, and I'll say this without going on topic, sometimes we are hard to work for. Like I have had women supervisors who are a piece of work, <laughs> okay? A piece yes, of work. And it don't matter the race. It, it, I mean, a piece of work. And it never fails. But every time I have, you know, a male manager, director, it's almost like they they just let you do whatever you want. And I don't know if it's because they, they, they're being safe. Like, well, let me not say the wrong thing because I'm a man, she's a woman. So it's like, they let you get away with murder. Like, you know, they just like, hey, as long as you do your job, I'm not going to even talk to you. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe that yeah. I've had from men bosses. But when it comes to a woman boss, sometimes it's like, man, you're the most micromanaging somebody up in this joint like <laughs> so it's, I've, I've had some good ones don't get me wrong again I'm all about women's empowerment but I'm all about telling the truth <laughs> and oh boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, we'll table <laughs> the lab yes we'll table that for another time but you know, I get it. Um, I get where you're coming from. You know, this is this is one of those parts of adulting that I can't say that it's ever going to go away. But your feelings and how you handle these feelings will eventually, you know, get strong, and you'll be like, "All right, I see where this is going. Been through this before." You know, because like, as, <laughs> yes, because as you continue to move up and work in life in whatever aspect of the world it's it's gonna happen not everybody can come with you as cliche as it sounds it's the truth yeah I I just I completely agree with what you said and you know I've talked to my mom about it uh she has almost 30 years in the game um talking to you about it and you know I've talked to somebody else about it and uh it, it I, I think every time they do something or something, I'm just like, I have to, you know, correct or I have to make better. Or, I mean, not make better. I'm sorry. Wrong word. But just like any time that, that they do. Yeah. Gift. Thank you. Because I was struggling. Trying to <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think like my best friend wouldn't do this. And I used to work with my best friend um, and we worked in a life or death situation as Crystal so <laughs> lightly mentioned earlier. Um, <laughs> and so never did I ever have to question her motives uh, if she was to get promoted, which she just recently, she got promoted before I did after I left that particular employment. And I am very proud of her. And if we were to stay under this, you know, on the same team together, I, she would have been my superior. I would never put her in a situation where she had to reprimand or correct me, not on purpose, at least. Definitely not on purpose. Yeah. Um, and so what I am realizing at uh, 32 at this right young age <laughs> is that uh wisdom does not come with age if I think I'm saying that right you know people say oh wisdom comes with age no, no not always oh no not always I am learning that I'm, I'm I'm learning that and that is very scary because I've been told that I've been mature a long time and then so some of these people that I deal with they are either old enough to be my 
aunt, my older cousin, some of them even my mother. And it is very disheartening to know that these people are this age. And, and there were some young ones, but it's like, really? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, really? Like, you you really doing that? Like, yeah. You know, and so it, it kind of becomes one of those things where I'm not going to lie. The last couple of days, I've been a little not nervous because you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to handle mine and not even in a bad way, but it's that nervous feeling of it is literally me against the office. And I hate that. Yeah. And that is a bad feeling to walk into. And you have already dealt with a million things before you walked in and then I got to go to work and put on and I have to smile and I have to pretend like everything that this person is saying is important. And then when you be nasty to me and this and this and this and that, and I have to be okay with that and not necessarily let you disrespect me, but something that Crystal has said before, everything does not deserve a reply. It, you know, some things I just got to let it roll off my back. And so that's hard. You know, I'm still young. That is very hard. Um, and so, you know, as a little TikTok thing, say, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. <laughs> yeah. And so, I, you know, but I, I am, I'm, I'm still trying to find it and, and God is still working on me. And again, to whom much is given, much is required. So what, what I say when I say that again is, that means that I have to work on myself in order to be better and to handle these situations. Yeah. And so um, it sucks. It does. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to make it cute, put a bow on it. It does suck. I've cried about it. Um, And so, you know, without my mother sending me, you know, long text message, I talked to Chris, I vent to her, I talked to my best friend, I probably would have said, you know, y'all can have this promotion, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I get it, and that's, and that right there is actually a sign that it is for you. Sometimes our biggest challenge, our biggest, um, I would say, yeah, sometimes our biggest challenges or the things that appear to be, you know, pushing us to our limit per se, sometimes those are the things that we truly need in order to continue to progress and move forward toward the path that we are meant to take. Uh, and it's it's so true. And again, that's not just work, that's life. But usually that's what you're going through. When it starts to get uncomfortable like that, that means that, um, you know, you are on your way. <laughs> so it sounds weird, but you're actually on the right path, you know, because like you said, much is given, much is required. Um, but it's going to come, it's going to take some sacrifices. It's going to take mm. some compromises. It's going to take some uncomfortableness. It's just yes. going, you know, and yes. again, I'm preaching to myself because, even though I'm older than you, I'm still, you know, going, I'm still going through those same feelings, you know, almost daily. I get met with something where I'm like, okay, this feels really uncomfortable and not in the literal physical sense, but like mentally it's like, oh, this doesn't, 
feel like the thing I'm supposed to be doing, but I got to keep pressing myself because what they say usually on the other side of your comfort zone is something great, you know, Yeah. because we yeah. easily, we easily can just say, you know what, I'm just going to stay right here in the safe little box. In your case, you know, you could have easily said, yep, keep your little promotion. I'm going to stay right here with the, in the break room with the rest of them. And I'm just going to stay with the status quo and I'm just going to be like everybody else. But what good is that doing for you? You're continuing, right. you know, all you're doing is denying yourself of your true calling or your true path because you don't know where this is going to lead to. The The whole um, moving away from home, that's a whole other topic too because that comes with its own challenge. And so, yeah. you know, right now you're just in this very, I would say a very transitional time, you know, like you got a lot going mm -hmm. on at once and this is all part of the journey. And I guarantee yeah. you one day you're going to look back and say, Ooh, okay. I, I thought that, I thought that that was the end, but now look, I had to go through that in order to get to this. Yeah. And, um, just always remember there's a, there's a, um, a line that I always <laughs> refer to is this old Drake and Timberlake song. But in this song, he says, your closest friends get estranged when your status change. I literally have a song for everything, every scenario yeah. in life. And so when I think of things like this, that line, speaking of theme songs of our life, <laughs> when that phase of life <laughs> or anytime something big comes up in my life, anytime there's like a milestone, good or bad, I always start to see shifts in people, good and bad. And going back yeah. to my original point, you know, that whole line, your closest friends get estranged, estranged when your status change, that really breaks down to me, you know, when you start elevating or when you go through something uncomfortable sometimes in life or when you get a promotion in your case or when you have a family or get married or lose a loved one, anytime there is a big giant shift in your life, moving to another state like you did, anytime yeah. there's something like that, you may not realize it at the time, but when you look back, you're going to be like, wait a minute. Man, everybody done called me to wish me well, said this person. Or wait a minute. I noticed that ever since I got X, Y, Z, they don't come around no more. Oh, I noticed that when I lost this loved one, they didn't call me at all. And it's been two, three years since I talked to them. Because every time you elevate or every time you're called to do something else, you start to separate the real from the fake, from lack of better words. So again, people who you thought was going to continue to be there with you, they start acting weird or they get estranged. They separate themselves. And that's all because the, the bottom line to what I've learned, sometimes you didn't do anything. You're just, like you said, you're doing, you're doing what you are supposed to be doing. You're literally minding the business that pays you and you're just on your straight and narrow path. However, I've had to learn the hard way. Sometimes people just don't like you or sometimes they don't really rock with you because you remind them of a shortcoming that they have, or you remind them of something that they within themselves have not been able to figure out or you remind them of some insecurity that they have and they're looking at you like well how come they can do it and I can't I get it and once you realize that it is a them problem and not a you problem 
you'll start to be able to notice and say, oh yeah, I see what's going on. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me. All right, girl, you keep it moving. Again, easy, yeah. easier said than done. Definitely. But once you get to that point where it's like, okay, yep, yeah, it really is them and not me. You'll be fine. You'll be fine every time. And it sucks, like you said. Life is hard. Dealing with humans, relationships, interpersonal relationships, it's hard. And, you know, it, it's just really hard. And I've been meaning to talk about friendships on this show. It's going to happen. We're going we're gonna to have a deep dive conversation about friendships and not just friendships, but like as we get older, just like making friends and keeping friends. And that's a whole other thing. Um, but that's something that I've been, you know, trying to, to talk about for a while. I'm just trying to figure out what angle because that's such a giant outfit. Um, but you're going to be all right. You are going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, and like I said, this, this topic kind of came about because we were just, you know, on the phone as usual, just talking about our work weeks and talking about just the woes of working in a place with people. Um, I will say that's one thing I do not miss is working (laughs) in the actual office, you know, Uh, and I'm, yeah. But I know, I know my time will come Will I when I have to probably work in the office. But until then, I am enjoying um, going off on people via Teams, you know, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> typing Not real teams. fast, typing Not real teams. fast because I'm angry. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, as a, I mean, it's safe to say I actually have decent coworkers. I mean, it's easy to say that when I don't have to see them in person, but everybody that I deal with, I don't actually have any problems with my current team at all it's kind of scary <laughs> i'm like okay everyone's mm-hmm. doing that everyone's Lucky doing you. their job wow <laughs> look at there a team of people that doesn't require any feedback <laughs> you get to the point where you're like making up feedback uh i think uh you should log into your computer turn up your computer screen settings i don't know like what do you what kind of feedback do you give your virtual coworkers? i don't know but um but yeah, just know that I've been there. You you listening to your story, man. Whoo, it reminded me of some toxic workplaces I've had, boy. Where, like you said, these people are older than me and they acting, they acting so much younger. I've been there. Yeah. I've had I've had literal people tell me to my face, like, I deserve that promotion. You did not. And that was one of the harder pills to swallow. Like, what? I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm admired by your boldness that you actually said it to my face. <laughs> like, would I like would I have rather you said that behind my back or now that you said it? Like, I didn't know how to feel. I was like, wow, I think I'm happy that you told me instead of me hearing it elsewhere. So yeah, I've had people tell me, like, nope. And I remember that I remember that person I challenged. I was like, well, what makes you think that I don't deserve, you know what I got and they were like I don't know they couldn't give me a reason like, I don't know I just mm. feel like <laughs> and that's the thing sounds, I no sounds familiar <laughs> and that's the I, thing I, that I need receipts me. baby girl I need receipts that's what cracked me up again I don't like to pull the degree card because I've said it on the show before like I don't that doesn't make me who I am but I do happen to be highly educated and so certain jobs require certain levels of education and so for you to tell me that um you don't think that I deserve it and you have not one degree, uh yeah, there's, I mean, uh, humbly, respectfully, <laughs> you don't have a fight in this game, sir. And it was a man, by the way, <laughs> sir. I need them receipts, baby girl. Go have <laughs> several seats. So yeah, I have definitely <laughs> been straight up told like, 
you don't deserve it. Most times you hear it through the grapevine, like, oh, they talking about me. But yeah, this person had the guts to come up to me. And you know, that's fine. Um, so yeah, I, I know what you mean. I've been in awkward situations where, you know, people just stop talking to you straight up because they don't know why. <laughs> they don't even know why. But because you got a promotion or because the boss said you did a good job and they didn't get the compliment. You know, now they're not talking to you. They're avoiding you at the coffee machine. I haven't been through it. I have been through it. I have been through leadership who don't do nothing. They just sit there and let stuff happen, you know, because they too are trying to be friends with everybody. Therefore, they're not a good leader or supervisor because they're so busy trying to be people's friends. So they let stuff like that happen and slide. So I've had my fair share of (laughs) toxic workplaces to say the least. But you're going to be all right. You're going to get through it. Um, you have to keep us posted as you progress. But you got to remember, it's still new. It is still new. You just got here. Uh, you're like in your 30s now. So you're like in your career. <laughs> you know what I mean? The 20s was just like, all right, this entry level is cute. But 30 is like, all right, I am in my career now. <laughs> I am working. And I will, you know, say one thing um, before we, you know, wrap up the good thing that has come out of this is that I learned early that these people were really not my friend. Absolutely. And so um, with that being said, it's almost like I tell somebody, you know, in a relationship, I would rather get stood up at the altar than be in a relationship with a person for years to find out that they have been cheating, they have a secret life, a this and this and that. And, mm-hmm. and many people, they don't understand why I say that. Oh, you gonna, you want to go through that embarrassment? Well, it's embarrassing. I'd rather deal with... Uh, 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 yes, I know what you're uh, saying. Uh, that initial embarrassment. That initial sting than go yes. through a, you know... I'd rather get a paper cut than get a machete cut. Cause after after we say I do's, that's yeah, you know. So exactly. you stand me up. I don't have nothing on my record. I mean, I may have bought a dress. I don't wasted some people's time. I gotta send out some apology cards. Yeah. Then for me to look back, we done got kids, we done bought a house, we done yeah. did this, we done invested time. So I get it. I agree. I get what you're saying. I get the analogy. Like, I'd rather take the embarrassment. Like you said, okay, I'm here at the altar. He didn't show up. So, yep, you're right, everybody. I'm embarrassed. Thank you very much. I am embarrassed. Okay? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm not going to deny yeah. it. But um, guess what? Five years, it, I ain't going to forget it. But in five years, I will be, I will be way better off. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I will probably be with the person I'm supposed to be with. So like you said, to right. your point, those not your people. Yeah. They, they weren't really your people. They were just there passing the time with you. You know, misery loves company. So oh, it does. So when Learning. you're there, so when you're there in the break room complaining about why Sally, you know, brought seafood again in the microwave, why y'all complaining about why the boss got on high waters, all that, all that irrelevant stuff. It's easy because y'all all, I'm not gonna say miserable, but all you know the same. But once you n- realize that your calling is different, that's when it get different. That's when that yeah. 
that's when that weirdness, that feeling, that shift happens. And, yeah. you know, it's required in order to get to where you are destined to be. Yeah. So you'll be all right, little baby. <laughs> Such a little baby. I always say that to her. She's, she's my baby cousin. But um, thank you for being vulnerable today. I think your story will help someone. Thank you for being very transparent because the reality is you're going through a lot. You're transitioning and it's not going to be all butterflies and rainbows. It's just not. Um, This is true adulting we talk about on the show how adulting like again is the worst hood ever and it's true it also could be the best hood ever because I don't necessarily want to go back to being a child <laughs> you know I love the freedom that adulthood brings but sometimes you know you just got to navigate these challenges so thank you again very much for just having a very casual conversation and sharing it with the random eloquence podcast um I know you'll be back you'll be back several times you know if you're new here, we have been, you know, bringing in some friends of the show. We have a rotating roster of friends here at the podcast. So we just, you know, bring people on and share their experiences and share whatever it is they want to talk about. Um, but yeah, the takeaway for anyone listening and even for Octavia, stay the course, keep going. You got this. And, you know, literally just kill the noise, you know, stay focused on your ultimate goal the path that you feel is right for you kill the noise it's gonna be hard you're human you're gonna have moments of weakness where you're like oh man I really just want everyone to like me and stuff but you know what everybody's just not for you and that's okay um because everybody's not for you either so once you learn to accept that you'll be good anything else you have for the people today before we get out of here no, I just want to say um, thank you again for having me. It's always an honor and a pleasure. We appreciate um, and it. Just let me share uh, my gripe about being an adult. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, we, we wish, wish, wish to be grown, grown, grown. And we get grown, grown, grown. And we wish, wish, wish. So. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I do appreciate um, you letting me speak my piece on this open mic. Absolutely. And I hope that, uh, like you said, this is not my last time. So. Oh, no, it won't be. You'll be back very soon. Thank we you. already know. <laughs> Putting you on the calendar <laughs> now. <laughs> no, but um, tell the people where they can follow you. If they want to, if they liked your voice, if they liked you. And they said, hey, Octavia's pretty cool. <laughs> If you don't mind sharing, you don't have to, you know, she's, she has a regular Instagram. So if you want to reach out to her, you can always come through me, <laughs> but yes. it's up to you, whatever you want to yes. share with the people. Yeah. I am not of celebrity status yet and I am very <laughs> introverted. So um, Welcome my to the Instagram club. is still boring and my Facebook <laughs> has not yet disappeared. You know, Instagram be popping, but that Facebook is oh. weird. Yes. So I haven't made it to that yet. No, my Facebook is still being in use by me, not a fan club. Um, gotcha. so, <laughs> I see. Um, yeah, nothing here. Just All right. So just a open. nice, a nice way to say you're not getting this Instagram. Okay, great. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I respect your boundary. Okay. Um, that's fine. But what Instagram you can have is the random eloquence podcast. So 
hit us up on Instagram at Random Eloquence Pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like and, you know, chat with us there. We are not on Facebook, but we also have an email. And our email is randomeloquencepod at gmail.com. Again, you can find us on Instagram. Also, at the end of every, um, in the show notes of every episode, you'll see a cute little link called Buy Me a Coffee. It's this new program where, you know, if you support the show, you can quote unquote buy us a coffee. Um, Also known as, you know, maybe making a small donation to keep the show going on. So if you feel compelled to do so, check out that Buy Me a Coffee link. It's a cool little um, cost-effective way to just show some support to your favorite podcast over here at the Random Eloquence fam. And let's see what else we have here. Of course, per usual, any show ideas or any requests to be on the show, feel free to hit us up via those emails. Send us a DM on Instagram, or if you know me personally, hit my line. And I think that's it. We're going to get out of here and we will see you all next time. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.